Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Twisted Stitches podcast, a podcast about knitting, spinning, and other crafty uh, pursuits. Uh, I'm Tweed and Kimberly, and we're your hosts. Today we are recording on Sunday, October 22nd, 2017. since we last recorded yeah it's been over i think it's been almost a month yeah over a month. that's not that's a little my fault because i yeah. was sick for a little bit and you went away and i went away and, and then last week we i don't know i got lazy and <laughs> yeah we were busy so yeah it's, i feel like a lot has happened and i hope i remember all because i felt feel like i had a lot to share with you and our listeners and I just hope I remember it all yeah me too yeah. me too I know I was thinking about that I was like oh I totally have to tell Twee and then I was like wait wait what did I have to tell Twee yeah I knew it was knitting related and neither of us did our show notes nope so we're just winging it we're today's just winging, winging it. it and we'll be pretty interesting yeah so should be fun almost oh baby sorry baby's here blueberry's here just in case uh, you guys here. probably heard her in the intro and it probably tipped you off already, though. Yeah. But thought we just say it. So if you hear baby noises, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a baby. There's a baby. And yeah, so happy been, Kimberly. It's almost Halloween. It is almost I'm Halloween. Like about a week and a couple days. Yeah, it's Tuesday pretty exciting. Did I tell you? So I bought Blueberry a costume. Okay. I bought her. It's over there. It's a skunk costume. Yeah. It's super cute. Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? She won't wear it. I mean, I think that's pretty normal for children. You buy like babies of her age, you know, under. Five, I'd say you buy them a costume, and then I'd say at least 50% of the time they don't want to wear it. Yeah, exactly. So she doesn't want to wear it. I think, I mean, fair enough. It is kind of like um, heavy, like warm, hot, and yeah. it's warm already, but there's a headpiece, which is like the whole point. Like the skunk is really cute, but it comes with this right. headpiece. It, the headpiece, I don't know what they were thinking. This headpiece fits me. Oh. It's a massive headpiece. It's okay. for a baby, but it's a massive headpiece. So I put it on, yeah, and they, she she thinks it's hilarious. Right. She thinks it's hilarious on me, and she rips it off me, but she won't put it on. So I also then ended up buying her. I thought, you were gonna, I thought she was going to be a golden snitch. I know. Well, yeah, she is going to be a golden snitch, but I'm going to wait until um, oh, next year. She wants year. to get comfy to draw on my notepad here. She is. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait until next year to do that because the wings have, like, rods in them. Oh, I think okay. she'll... Hurt someone, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can't trust her. So, um, so she's doing that. So then I had to buy her a. I bought her a onesie. I ended up buying her a onesie, uh, Star Trek Next Generation onesie. Oh yeah, yeah. That I saw that wore. yesterday. We went to a pumpkin <clears throat> festival and she yeah. wore that. And I have an Uhura red dress. Mm-hmm. So now that's our friend family was saying costume. one is from the original Star Trek, one uniform's from the original Star Trek, and one's from the next gen. Yeah. Um, which she which is appropriate. Yeah, yeah, she said it was appropriate because the Blueberry is your next generation. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Blueberry's got a next gen costume. Mommy's got a, an original series costume. Daddy has and, a next gen costume, but I don't know I if he's going to I think Daddy wear. has a next gen costume. We asked him yesterday. He said his uh, is from next gen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so um, we, we're going to like a Mommy Star and Trek. Me thing Um Next baby. weekend, I think. Can't so. draw on everything, baby. No, you gotta pick a page. Yeah. You wanna pick that page? That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Pick no, you pick that page. It's that page. So it's just drawing in my notebook. Mm. Not a new page. Um, okay, so that's your page, right? You can't draw on the, all the other pages. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. You can draw on that page, but don't don't go through Antwi's notebook. Anyway, so 
Um, at least now I have something for her for daycare that she can wear. Yeah. That hopefully she won't rip off. Yeah. I mean, it's just a onesie, I feel Yeah, like. she'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get a costume this year? Because you're having a party at work, right? So, yeah. are you dressing up? Long story, we, I don't usually dress up for work, and work doesn't usually do a Halloween party, this new office we're in. Um, but last year they did, and so... Um, we, our department usually does something, and so we wanted to make sure it didn't coincide, and so we asked HR if they were planning something and when it was, and they said they weren't, and my friend was appalled at this, because <laughs> she thought it was really, As she like, should be. Yeah, and so somehow now we're sort of organizing a Halloween party for the office. Oh, no, no, you gotta use one case, but, uh, we are using the company's money, which... Is it's good. It's good. It's good. Except I'm kind of they want to take like sort of all the credit for it, like by putting their like name on everything, and I, weird. we're just kind of weirded out by that. Because I want it to be more like your coworkers through this party, not just me specifically, but like you know, it's like a coworker company thing versus like it's yeah. from corporate, which yeah. seems lame to me. Yeah. No, I understand. Anyway, that. that's just my thing. We'll see what happens. Um, we gotta buy more stuff this week. Um, but yeah, I ordered actually, ooh, a dress from Amazon. Oh, good. Uh, to, it's like a black dress with a little white collar. Hopefully I can be Wednesday Adams. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I wanted to do it before. I was thinking you were gonna say you are gonna be a nun, which I also would find really oh, that funny. Would be, that would be funny. That would be pretty good. But we'll see if it fits. Hopefully it fits. I don't know if I'll wear it to work. I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. Especially since we're kind of doing the party before Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Are you doing it Monday? We're doing it Friday. Friday. Oh, you're doing it Friday. Yeah, it's either between Monday or Friday. My friends thought it'd be more fun on a Friday. Yeah, I get that. Uh, But I am going trick-or-treating with our friends. We usually go and hang out with their kids. Our kids are like five and two-ish. Um, so hopefully I can do that. If that fits. If not, I still have my oh. Louise Belcher ears I made a long time ago that I can just always, I can just put on my head. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. And you're just going to be Star Trek to match the Blu-ray? Yeah, I'm just going to be Star Trek to match the Blu-ray. I bought a skunk, a mama skunk costume. Oh, yeah. This is how sad this is. I bought a mama skunk costume. I bought her a little skunk costume. No. I've but, never but, seen a skunk <clears throat> costume. But fair, it is really cute. I got it from Pottery Barn Kids. It was oh on God. sale. You're it, crazy. It was on sale. So, I mean, yeah, but it was on sale. But the but thing, where did you get an adult one? Oh, it's just like the tail and the ears. But where did you? Amazon. Oh. Amazon, which is like, yeah. But I do think that it's Velcro in the back. I do think she might be able to wear it next year because it is kind of biggish. Yeah. And there's no there's no legs. It's just like um, cutouts it's, for legs. Yeah, like it, it kind of is like shorts. Like. Yeah. So it's possible if she does, she might. I mean, you know, who knows. Anyway, let me see this. But look let at me this, see this hat. Look at this skunk hat. It's put not on big. the skunk hat. Yeah, put it on. It's like it can fit your head. You see? Is Aunt Tweet? Aunt Tweet looks like Rufio from uh, Hook. Hi, <laughs> baby. With this mohawk. She thinks it's funny. She thinks it's funny. She's smiling yeah. at her. But yeah, so it's kind of like interesting. Yeah, maybe because a lot of kids have big heads. It could be. I mean, who knows? So. I don't know. It's all right. Well, we'll you see. can wear this with your gun costume to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could actually. Yeah. With the fit. Well, um, I'm not going to work on Halloween because oh. I'm going to take the day off because she's having baby costume parade at daycare. So I'm going to go see that so I can see all the kids in costume. But I think I'm going to dress up Monday. They're having a Halloween party on Tuesday, but I don't oh. care. I'm probably yeah. We decided not to do Tuesday because a lot of we thought a lot of people might leave early if they have yeah, kids they have or kids. not be there or we, there's a big 
parade in West Hollywood. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, live near there or have to go through there. So some of them might leave early, too, because they close off the streets yeah. um, kind of early. So <clears throat> we just thought it, we'd have a better chance of getting people to dress up Friday or Monday. And yeah, we that can tell. Sense. It's like, are people going to want to dress up after the weekend if they, if they went to a party or before the weekend? We don't know. We just We just made a guess. Yeah. 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 So that's what's been going on. And oh, I was in Hawaii. You were in Hawaii yeah, at that a was wedding. Really funny, F- funny, fun. Uh, yeah, I went for a wedding. I was on Oahu. I didn't. I did some knitting. Uh, I'll talk about that later. But I did get some knitting on the plane down because it's like a five-hour flight. Oh, yeah, I hate flying. Uh, I also watched a lot of movies on the plane, which I'll talk about later. Good. And. It was really hot and humid there. I didn't do any yarn shopping or fabric shopping or anything like that. I really just hung out with my friends, my high school friends, and we ate a lot. They eat a lot, and I eat a lot, but they're constantly eating. It's kind of hard to keep up with them sometimes because I'm never hungry with them. (laughs) Before I can get hungry, we're, like, eating again. Yeah. Um, But it was really nice. Hawaii is really beautiful. Um, I've been to Oahu three times now and no other island. Hmm. If anyone would like me like to invite me to any of the other islands, I'd be happy to go. We should go. We should go. I mean, we I can go. It'd be fun. It'd be fun, and then it's not that far, so it's pretty. Ch- and it's chill. And it's chill. I was thinking about that because I thought it'd be nice if, like, my parents they were thinking about going somewhere um, tropical oh, yeah. for vacation, but they don't want to go down to Florida, Florida or yeah. to the Caribbean at the moment. And yeah. I was like, oh, what you should do is. You should go to Hawaii, and then we could meet you there, yeah. and then we could all go. That would be fun. Yeah. And that means babysitting. Babysitting. <laughs> not for not for Twee, but Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa will well, babysit. Well, we eat giant pancakes the size of, like, a hubcap. Sounds awesome. Pretty much. Um, yeah. But I'm glad you're back. It was funny. Twee was sending me pictures from Hawaii, and I was, like, driving in my car to work. Yeah, it was really Lock. weird. I hadn't so been on, like, a vacation vacation in a long time, where, like, literally I was at a tropical island, and... I didn't check any of my work email. I was gone for a whole week, which it's a long time. I'm like never gone for a long time. Whole week. Yeah, and it was just great. Didn't think about work, and it was yeah, it was like nice. I'm like wow, people do this. Some people do this like every year. And some people do this for two weeks or longer, which is I know. crazy to me. Which I mean, it's great. I just feel like that's not the culture at my company and. In America in general. Yeah. Um, I feel like it should be, I feel like mental health would be way better if you could take breaks like that and not be sort of, you know, I don't even know, like stigmatized. I mean, I know when I was on vacation, a couple of the people were on vacation too in my department, just randomly. Did you get guilt for it? I didn't get guilt for it, but apparently someone, one of our supervisors had a freak out meltdown one of the days while we were all gone. Yeah. Wow. And like, was yelling and saying really awful things like, you know, like, why are you, like, you know, why are people always on vacation? Always on vacation, meaning, like, I've only taken, like, a vacation this long probably in, like, the last, like, three or four years. And the other person who went, you know, also for a wedding, but in Brazil, because that's where she's from, she was gone for, like, two and a half weeks. But, again, the last time she Oh, she went to Brazil? Yeah, the last time she went was probably, like, three years ago. That's where all of her family is. And, yeah, this supervisor had a meltdown, and when we got back, she didn't say a thing to us, but, like... No, because she should be ashamed. Right. But, like, my <laughs> boss who had to deal with it was, like, he was just the really... Yeah. He was just really upset about it, which, I mean, I get. I feel bad that he had to deal with that. And she knew we were going, too, and pretended everything was fine, you know. 
she approved these vacations too, so we were just like, uh oh, baby fell over. What'd you fall over? You know, it's just the culture in America. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Like in a lot of places, you know, just work yourself to death. And I'm not about that lifestyle. No, <laughs> I don't want to be. Maybe it just made me think to myself, I should do this every every yeah, year. You Why don't do I like? Too, yeah. I have the vacation time. It's not like I'm. I don't have it. Yeah. And just some place, you know, totally. I just want to go visit and like not just visit my family, which I love, but I visit them all the time. You know what I mean? Every holiday. Yeah, exactly. It might be nice to just take a random holiday. Like, I've never been to Seattle. Yeah. My friends are talking about going to Japan next year. It's awesome. And, you know, our good friend moved to New Mexico, and I haven't seen her there yet. I know. I was thinking about going to New Mexico. Yeah, we should go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's a really short flight. I think it's only like two, two and a half hours. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's really short. And we want to meet her daughter. I yeah, haven't met her daughter. You yet. haven't met her. I yeah. have once. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's total tangent. But Hawaii is amazing. You guys should go if you get a chance. I hear the other islands are also really nice. Um, Oahu has the most sort of stuff in commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a good place if you've never been. But I would like to go to some of the other islands and just chill out. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Drink a coconut. Baby. Yeah. She has a doggy coloring book in yeah, front of her. Puppy. She's very excited. So, yeah, so, <laughs> so what were you knitting then while you were there? Um, I I wasn't sure what to bring, and I always get really paranoid about them taking my needles away. Yeah. But I didn't want to take wooden needles, because I don't really, like, I was going to knit. So, I basically, I brought a sock. New socks. Just um, one sock. Well, no, I mean, I brought... You bought enough for the pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I brought enough for the pair, and... Oh, hi, baby. So, I just picked out some yarn in my stash that just looked fun, and it ended up being some of this stuff I bought on clearance somewhere. It's commercial yarn. It's called Red Heart, Heart and Soul. It's their soft yarn that I think they still make, but this was on clearance. And it is, it comes in 50 gram balls. And I'm trying to see what the heck's in it. It's, I know it's called, I think it's wool and nylon. It's it's a, kind of a weird put-up. It's 73% wool and 27% nylon. Hmm. It's an interesting mix. And it's in the colorway called Jelly Beans. And I just thought it was a fun colorway, so here you go. Here's one sock. Oh, how pretty. Yeah, it's a um, variegated mix of pink and turquoise and purple and yellow and orange, basically. Nice. Uh, to me, it kind of looked like carnival, like a carnival you know, mm-hmm. a carnival thing happening. And if you can tell, it's pooling, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's got, like, flashes, these, like, flashes of, like, colors. Mm-hmm. These little stri- mini stripes, almost, of pink and blue That's and right. then purple and yellow. And, yeah, I just started a pair of vanilla socks. I brought my carbons, double-pointed needles yeah. onto the plane. Did anyone say anything? No. Good. They, they didn't. They did search my regular luggage. This is in my backpack. But they... Did they've been very thorough at LAX when we were leaving because they searched like two people before me too, uh, nothing too crazy. I mean they just opened it and like dug around a little and you know it was fine. Um, and I always give myself a lot of time, so it wasn't a huge deal. But they just seem to be very thorough. Um, maybe that's just at LAX. Usually I go through Burbank and they're pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't get a ton done. I have almost. I'm almost to the toe decreases of the first sock. Mm-hmm. But I knit, so when I went, I hadn't knit any of it. They I seem big. I haven't even cast it on. No. They're a bit kind of long, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
I hadn't cast on anything, <clears throat> so I started them, I think, while I was waiting for my plane, just to board my plane, and it's just a vanilla sock. I cast on, you know, 56 stitches, did some ribbing. I do a heel, a slip stitch heel flap, and yeah, nothing too exciting. These are uh, zeros, which are 2.0 millimeter needles, and... I knit almost like the whole leg on the flight over because I didn't sleep that much on the flight over. And then just throughout the weekend, I would just carry it with me and do a few rows here and there. Yeah, the heel. Nice. Um, if you're waiting for something. Yeah, my friends thought it was fun. They didn't say anything. Oh, I did mess up on this stuff a couple times. I noticed like twice that I had drop stitches. Oh, no. Like way down. One of them I was able to sort of just pull back up um, with a, like a needle. But then there was another point I noticed that there were two... Stitches next to each other. Oh no, you can't eat this. She's trying to eat this. Two stitches that had fallen down way too far, and I tried pulling them up, but they, it wasn't good. It was just too tight, yeah. And it made almost like a pucker. So I decided to just rip it. I could have just probably sewn them in later, but I didn't want to, and so I, I ripped a couple of inches. Hi, baby. And re-knit them. Hi. Oh my, you flew all over your face. <clears throat> So yeah, this is what I knit in Hawaii. I only brought this. I wasn't sure how much. It's good restraint. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to bring more, but I was like, no, I probably won't need more than this. I don't know how much time I'll really have anyway. And I didn't do any of the driving um, over the break or That's the nice. vacation, so that was nice. Mm -hmm. And I did get to knit in the car when I, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I should have knit more, but um, that's fine. And it's in a really cute Halloween bag that I got You're last festive. year from Haverland. It's a Halloween. It's got like pumpkins on it. It's really cute. Very cute. So. Hey. Okay. I have more, but what are you knitting something? I'm knitting. I'm going to just talk about this hat. It's just a plain hat that I've sort of like gotten the pattern from various kind of I want to say like sources, but it's no not following a real pattern. Okay. It's like a pearl, knit one, pearl one rib. And then <clears throat> I'm about two inches, two and a half inches up, uh -huh. and then I'm going to start the stockinette. And um, I'm just kind of winging it because I don't really have a pattern, mm -hmm. and I just wanted it to be kind of a plain classic hat. Mm -hmm. So we've moved areas, by the way, so it's going to sound different. Yeah. The acoustics um, is going to sound different, but yeah, um, we're feeding her lunch. Anyway, so I'm doing that. Uh-oh, I know. I know. And a drop stitch. Um, sew that in. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that'll be fun because I kind of haven't done, like, a plain hat like that. I've been kind of, I've been following Mama. patterns the last few times. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I'm excited, and I think that'll go really, really quickly. I'm just going to. Mama! Yeah. I'm right here. Guess what kind of, when to decrease? What kind of decrease are you going to do? Just, like, a spiral? Yeah. I yeah. think I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll either, yeah, I'll probably just do a spiral just okay. to kind of keep it simple. I mean, I like those kinds of decreases. Yeah, they look nice. Yeah, they look nice. They look nice. I don't know if that... Can I see that one? This one? Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I'm going to work on, actually, because I really kind of want to just figure that out. It's a drop stitch. Yeah, yeah, it's a drop stitch. <laughs> Sorry, I just want a drop stitch in one of Kimberly's FOs. The knit two together drop stitch, too. Oh, uh, you probably just missed one of them. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Um, but yeah, so how about you? What else are you working on? Um, let's see. I, I did start another hat. I finished one last week, which I think I talked about our last time, which I think I talked about, hopefully. 
Um, but I didn't get very far. I, think. I thought about bringing it to Hawaii with me, but then I just didn't. Um, so I started a new oh, hat. Wow. Just a little tiny rib version. And it is the, I forget what it's called. It's called Tide Knots by Justina Lorkowska. Mm -hmm. I made this hat last year. Oh, right. Um, I made it for our book club, Secret Santa. Oh, that's Secret cool. Santa person. And it was a really fun pattern, so I decided to make one, hopefully for me. Um, when I made the last one, I used worsted weight yarn. And it was... For me, for like, if it was going to fit my head, I thought it was a little big, but uh -huh. I was giving it to our friend, yeah. and you thought it would fit her. Yeah, it did fit her perfectly. Um, yeah. So, if you haven't seen the hat, it's um, basically a very cabled hat um, that has a little bit of... You can wear it with some slouch, mm -hmm. and it's really cute. It's and really I, I remember when I worked on it the first time that it was pretty easy, and I really liked the cables, and it was really pretty quick. And, yeah, I just remember thinking, oh, I want one. I like that yarn. What yarn is yeah, it? Yeah, so the yarn I'm using is, so I, last one I did was in a worsted weight yarn. So oh, I'm going down okay. to a DK weight yarn in the hopes that it'll size it down just a little bit for me. Yeah. And so this is the Lemonade Shop DK, uh, just her regular DK in 100% uh, Superwash Merino. And this is the color Spectrum Vision, and which is mostly, I would say, a natural slash slightly gray base, but then it has like a million speckles of like every color, like hot pink and turquoise and purple and yellow and a little bit of orange and green. Uh, it kind of just looks like sort of like a, I don't know, I'd say like Oreos and confetti. Kind yeah, of. it looks like Oreos and confetti. Yeah, she has a couple colorways sort of similar to this. I think she, one that's darker that has much more black and gray in it with sort of similar speckles this one's like a lighter version um it's nice it's, because it's not <clears throat> i feel like the color is nice because the color isn't overpowering yeah i think it'll still look nice with the cables it won't obscure the cables yeah. but it's very lightly variegated yeah it's really fun i yeah. haven't picked this up in like a couple weeks since i i think i finished the ribbing before i left for hawaii mm-hmm and so I've just done the ribbing. I'm going to start, actually, I think I'm going to switch to larger needles. And I'm oh, are you starting from the middle? You pulled it from the middle. What do you mean? You're knitting, you're taking the yarn from the middle instead of taking it from the outer side. I usually take it from the middle. Do you? Of a cake. I never take it from the middle of the cake. Really? Yeah. Oh, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should. I that's the whole point. It's like a center pull. Oh, I never do. Maybe Some people I should. don't um, because they don't like... Because once you knit enough from the inside, the ball, the cake will collapse on itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which some people don't like. Um, but I like it this way generally because uh, the center pull makes, keeps it neater versus, like, yeah. if it's from the outside, you still have to kind of, like, unwind it from the outside, which I don't love, you know? It just depends. I know people who do it different ways. I tend to pull from the middle of a, a center pull in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I have like a bunch of FOs for mm -hmm. um that are hats. Yeah. Um but what about you? We were talking about maybe how many hats you're going to make cuz you were saying you were behind mm -hmm. on your hat making. Well, I mean, I just should I mean, I, well, we we're having this hat knit along called the Harvest Hat Knit Along with uh we're hosting it with Vanessa from the Kill the Craft podcast. 
And you guys have been posting your finished objects in the Ravelry group, which is awesome. Uh, you guys are doing real well. <laughs> Way better than me, at least. Um, maybe not better than Kimberly, but better than me. Um, but yeah, I was just, um, when I started this uh, tied knots, it just started making me think, oh, like, what hats do I have to knit for whom? And you know, then I thought to myself, like, maybe I don't want to knit a million hats this year for people. I don't know. I knit a bunch of stuff last year, and I was like, maybe I should just alternate my knitting years for gifts. You know, I don't know if everyone needs another new hat in my family, and it just, I don't know, might be another level of stress for me. Because I, it's not like just because I knit them a hat, I don't have to get them something else. Yeah. I feel like I end up still getting them getting something Getting them else. something, yeah. And I do a lot of talking <clears> to <throat> my parents, too. For the, So I just feel like, I don't know. There's a couple things I want to make. Like, I definitely, I want to make a shawl for my mom that we had talked about earlier this year. And maybe a new hat for my dad, because I don't think I've made him one in a while. But, I mean, maybe one for the teen. I'm not sure, but I don't, I feel like maybe not. Because originally my plan was everyone gets something new. And now I'm thinking, maybe not. So... I mean, I'm interested to see what you guys do if you knit, you know, you don't have to knit for gifts, but if you do for things like Christmas and stuff, do you do it every year? Do you alternate? Do you just do it when you feel like it? Uh, let me know because I, I'm curious. I mean, there's always this sort of pressure for gift knitting for the holidays, which I totally get, but uh, part of me is also just thinking, I mean, do I need to do it every year? Maybe not. Yeah, I don't Maybe think you not. have to do it every year. Um, I'm doing it this year because I feel like... Did you do any last year? No, I, I feel like I wanted to do some last year and I didn't. I think I only did one hat last year. Okay. But you know what happens is that no. I kind of just feel like the... No. <clears throat> I kind of feel that the... Um, and then you should feel good. Yeah, exactly. There's just I, a I lot of... I, yeah, you shouldn't feel guilt or too much pressure. There's just a lot of pressure. There's, I feel like in general... And I don't like that term selfish knitting because I yeah. feel like... I don't, people don't call it selfish cooking yeah. or, you yeah. know, I don't know, I don't know, selfish, like, selfish golfing when, you know, someone goes golfing instead of doing something. I just don't know why, like, as crafters, as makers, maybe as women too, like, when we do things, it's expected that it has to benefit other people in some kind yeah, of way. Like, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it does. I, you can call it selfish, I think it's fine, but if you want to for yourself, I don't really necessarily think it's selfish. You're the one doing all the work. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with you doing it for yourself. And, you know, I like giving stuff to my family. I just don't know if I need to do it every single holiday season. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. You know? But, yeah, so I'm knitting this hat. Um, is that the only whip you have? Yeah, I'm only okay. going to talk about that because I'm not really whips. doing any of them. Um, <clears throat> I've also been working on my Veronica cardigan. Uh, not much new to report on that. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on the body, which is just long. Um, it's pretty, though. I actually, yeah, this has been my car knitting lately. Oh, that's nice. Because I just go straight in rows. Like, I feel like, okay, I'm putting markers every four rows. And I actually, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I maybe have, like, 16 repeats mm -hmm. of the four-row pattern left before I can, I think, start the other side of the collar. Mm -hmm. But this pattern is really squishy. I actually kind of like this pattern classic wool. I don't think it's rough. It's like really squishy. Mm, yeah, it is squishy. I think when you wash it, I think when you wash it, it'll be it'll softer. It'll be softer. So, uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, 
It's in this really cute bag that my friend made for me in this Rita Kahlo fabric, which is really cute. Isn't it cute? It's very cute. <laughs> I put it on, I think I put it on Instagram, but it's nice. yeah. Um, I was just being whiny at her house because I'm like, oh, bad. She's like, why don't you pick some fabric? So yeah, that's what I do to my friends. Nice. Um, I steal their hats. Yeah, and I guilt them into selling things for me, mm-hmm. so... Yay, and she said something for you, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, my last project, my last whip, is a pair of mittens. I'm making the Waiting for Winter Mittens by Susan B. Anderson. Oh, nice. Uh, which has been in my queue for a long, well, super long time, but kind of a long time. And uh, I'm using Noro, two different colorways. So I'm striping them. So every two yeah, rows, you switch. I'm going to show you. Here are my, these are two, I'm using two different colorways. Yeah. Um, you can check my pattern page for the colorways. One of them I know, and one of them I kind of lost the tag for, so I'm not sure what colorway it is. But it's two different colors. They're mostly like pinks and oranges and greens and purples. And they're very pretty. Yeah, I'm making the smallest size. And I'm using uh, size four carbons, double points. So that's a... 3.5 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Originally, I was going to do the ribbing in the four and then do the body of the mitten in a six. But it was, I started it and it was kind of loosey-goosey, which I didn't really like for the mittens because I like, I feel like mittens should be kind of dense. Yeah. You know, to yeah. protect from the elements. Not like I have elements here. Like, I don't know why I'm making mittens. I don't know where I would wear They're super mittens. nice. Can you put one on the blueberry? She likes yeah, to walk around with the mittens. It's really... Do you like, want it on that arm? It's like the size of her whole arm, but yeah. sure. We've been walking around with socks on her arms. Oh, that's cute. <clears throat> which she enjoys. Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, Tween made that. No. No. Yeah. More? You want to do it again? Okay, which arm? This arm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I used, a, like, the, my, um, you know, 3.5 millimeters on the ribbing, and I switched to a larger needle size for the body, and I didn't like it, mm-hmm. so I ripped back, and then I'm not, now I'm doing the entire mitten in uh, the 3.5 millimeter. Oh, good. Which I think works better for me. It's just not super tight, but I just think it's better. Is the Noro, the Noro seems a little, like, scratchy, though. Do you think it'll yeah, get softer? Like yeah. Do you think it'll get Nora, softer? I don't know. You've been living in Norwell, haven't you? It's North Korean, so it's not even the Silk Garden. Oh, uh, right. I've never used the other one. I think I've only used Silk Garden. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no silk in this, so it is more, as we would say, rustic. Yeah. I don't think it's going to soften a whole lot, personally. Um, but I really uh, like the color changes in Noro. It's fun. It is kind of, like, thick and thin. It's, like... It has a lot of personality. Yeah, it's really nice. But I like the way that one mitten that the blueberry has now stolen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turned so out. I'm gonna steal all your hats, and she's gonna steal all your mittens, but other, just one. Just one. And the other mitten's gonna look different. Hopefully, like fraternal, because you know the color change will be. Yeah, different. that'll be nice. It's the same two skeins of yarn, but they'll be working from different parts, like different parts of the repeat. Yeah, so. I really like that. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. I think I'm gonna try to enter this in. Um, Jill from the Skin and Enable podcast is having what she calls the FIFO knit along, which is first in, first out. Remember uh, I told you about that? Yeah. Which yeah. is like just like something from really old stash or like a pattern that you put in your queue a long time ago. Yeah, and to do that. That's nice. Um, and 
The pattern I probably only had in my queue for a couple of years, but I'm pretty sure this Noro is at least five to ten years old. Yeah. Um, at least one of them is. No, that's pr- I think I think they're just so pretty together. Like, yeah, they're so fun. They're doing this. It's like this really nice kind of gentle rainbow. Like, yeah, it's like kinda... when you stripe them too, it's really fun because they're both um, like striping colorways, but like they're you know working from different colors, so it just creates this really fun effect. And Susan B. Anderson, um, she did it first on hers. The regular mitten pattern is just in, like, one color of Noro. Yeah. But she has, a, I think, a blog post about how she striped them. And it just looked really fun. And so I decided that I wanted those, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I'll do with them. I'll keep them. Or if I'll, I don't know, give them to someone who needs mittens. I don't, <laughs> I don't really need mittens. But you'll see later in Faux Show, um, I'm kind of on a, a mitten kick, so... That's awesome. That's my last whip, though. Can we talk about faux show? We can. That's Yay! That's Let's talk about faux show. Okay, so I'm excited because I have four faux shows, but I did talk about one before. Did you? I did. So I talked about the hat, which was this, um, now I'm going to forget the name. It's oh, made with it's lemonade. Called, like Milanese lace Milanese lace, lace topper yeah. pattern. Um, and I used lem- the lemonade shop's um, fish, goldfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fishbowl, goldfish, DK. It's real. It's turned out really well. Except, except. Um, I think last time I talked about it, I was like, "Oh, I haven't blocked it yet," Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I blocked it too big. Oh, you did. It's a little too big, so it's gonna lay on. It was supposed to be for my sister, but I actually think I'm gonna give it now to my sister-in-law because sister-in-law have a bigger head than she has a bigger head than my sister. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's maybe what's gonna happen. I didn't. It's not super big, but. You see, like, it, if it's... Well, because the ribbing... Yeah, you try it. Because the bottom doesn't have, like, any kind of real ribbing to, like, pull it in. Yeah, it's very, like, gentle ribbing. It's, like, well, it's only, like, two or three rows of ribbing. I think the... stock in there. Yeah, the pattern like, is actually only, like, one row of yeah. ribbing or something, and I put two or three rows in. But it fits your head. How does it feel? Is it a bit yeah. big? I mean, I tend to, like, the bottom to, to be tighter because yeah. I like the ribbing, like, to pull in. So yeah. I can tell that... There's not much, like, kind of holding it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, who has a shorter, like, not shorter. This definitely wouldn't fit for anyone who wanted to, like, who had a ton of hair. Wow. Because it's not that long. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if of your sister and sister-in-law who has what shape kind of hair. I really like it. I think it turned out really pretty. I mean, the colorway's really pretty. It's like this. The colorway's perfect it's for it. It's kind of like this neon seafoam green with like flecks of. Orange. Yeah, rusty, rusty orange. orange. Yeah, I think it's called goldfish. Yeah. This is a good color. It's really pretty. So I think that's going to be actually my sister in law's head because only because she has a wider head. Okay. Um, the, my sister, I think. Okay. Um, so that's that one. And then the one that Twee sadly found a drop <laughs> stitch in. <laughs> This is the slouchy hat that you've also made. Oh, yeah. Um, the sock head? The sock head But you made it hat. in, I think... I made it in Mad Sport Hatter. Hatter. Yeah, I made it in Mad Hatter Sunshine Yarns. Um, Sport weight. Yeah. Mad Hatter's the colorway name. Yeah. And it's really, really nice. It is super big and slouchy. My brother-in-law... It's pretty big. The one who I... The, because the pattern is called for... Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be slouchy and big. It's supposed, I mean, but it calls for fingering weight yarns. Yeah. Yeah, and this is sport weight. So my brother-in-law, who is married to this, it's pretty large on me. Yeah, who is married to my sister, who's going to get this hat, um, is he also has a large head. I had the measure. Yeah, I know, but I had a measure, and his head is only like, 
half an inch smaller than my father-in-law's head, who does have a massive head. So, yeah. Apparently everyone on my husband's side has big heads. See, because it fits me. Like, it's actually comfortable on me. And Jamie's head is bigger than mine. Yeah, okay. he's like an inch more. So I think this will be good for him. Okay. I also think it's um it's nice because Mad Hatter is like a very variegated yarn. Yeah. But there's like, a lot of like kind of crazy colors. They're bold, but they're not bright. They're not neon, and they're kind of there's a lot of black interspersed. There's a lot of black. So and navy. I think it's navy. I think it's yeah. It could be navy yeah. blue. So it is. Where's that stitch? Oh, there it is. Okay. There it is. So it is like <laughs> kind of like a. I don't want to say it's a masculine color hat, but it's not as feminine as like something yeah. that could be very variegated yeah. with bright bright neon colors. There's a lot, um, the, the color that pops to me seems to be, like, these, there's a, uh, some oranges. Yeah. So it looks, it reads very orange and blue to me. And then I have this other faux show, which is... I really like that one. Thank you. So this is called... I don't know. Uh, this is a woolly warm head pattern. Oh. It's called Dark. D-A-R-K-K-E. Okay. Um, I believe, and... I, just, I have to make it for patterns. Oh, it's really she pretty. She has so many good patterns. Yeah, so this is actually for my other brother-in-law, Ryan. Okay. And Your um, my sister's husband. husband. Isn't this pretty? And this was in Lemonade Sock. The no, Lemonade it's Shop. It's not Sock, is it? Uh, no, Finger? it's... um. Sorry, it's DK. DK. Uh, lemonade Sock. Oh, sorry. Lemonade <laughs> Shop. Oh, hello, are you back? Oh, um, yarn, and it's a pretty, it's hippo disco. Oh, it's hippo disco. Yeah. So it's, it's a gray with flecks of pink, hot pink, like hot pink. magenta pink. Yeah, turquoise. Turquoise, blue, and a little bit of green. And yellow. It's actually like all the rainbow colors, like neon, but yeah. like tiny flecks. Like tiny, less than tiny, my tiny. spectra vision. Yeah, and it's very, very... Um, it reads mostly gray. Yeah, which is nice because the pattern's really fun because of the ribs on it. Yeah. And so, how it decreases at it's the It's mostly top. reverse stock in it with, like, sort of, like, yeah, like, ribs, um, knit stitches, but it's, like, purl three, knit one or something, so it, it looks very, like, sort of graphic. Yeah. Like, the, the, the single knits stand out a lot. Yeah. Because it's a, um, it's not a regular knit, it's knit through back loop. Oh, I love knit through the back loop. Yeah, so they're all knit through back loop, really so it nice. pops out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this. super clean. Do I have this pattern? I probably do. You probably do. You know, I'm gonna I make. I bought a, a bunch of. She'll have sales, and I'll buy a bunch. Yeah, I'm gonna make another one of those because it was really easy, and I like the way it turned out. It's super clean. Like I like the lines a lot. Yeah. Wait, can you put this on? Let's yeah. Like... So well, I don't want to put it on my head. My head's oh. too big. Okay. I blocked it for Orion. So. Oh, okay. That's really cute. Yeah, it's super and cute. And it's very neutral looking because the color, the little tiny pops don't. Like, they don't stand out too much unless you look really closely. Yeah. So, there's that. And then this is my last hat. Here, do you want to try my last hat, Blueberry? So, this oh, is I a like combination between... <laughs> look at that face. Look at this face. Look look at Antwi. Hi. Um, she's wearing that. So, that's a, scallop fa- that's a scallop hat. Um, I've shown you the pattern. Yeah, you. we talked about it when you were working on it. Yeah, the bottom is... Azula and Zula yarn, which was part of that, if you remember, part of the Colorfield shawl. Your Colorfield shawl. My yeah. Colorfield shawl. It's like the bright turquoise. It's a very pretty teal. 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 Yeah. yeah. And then the top is the rest of the Hippo, Hippo Disco. Disco. Oh, so good. Right? We're using your stash. I use. You. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. That hat is like. This is never going to get better than this. Yeah, I know. Right? It's like you use so it's much like, stuff. Oh, I can't even pat myself on the back so many times. Yeah, and it's really cute. It is super cute. It did come out bigger than I wanted to. And that's because 
and I, that's my fault. It's not because of the blocking. It's because I did make it really large um, on purpose because it's for my father-in-law who has the biggest head. I love him, but he has the biggest head. And he said, like, I have a big head. I was making him another hat, and he tried it on when he was here. I think I said yeah. this. And, like, it was too small. And it was, like, extra large in pattern size. I want the so, dark. I want the scallop hat, too. <clears throat> yeah, the scallop hat's a lot of fun. And I, it's just, like, a little bit of color work. That's yeah, not, yeah. like, enough to be annoying yeah, or, like, confusing. Scallop, I think it's only four or five rows. Yeah, it's, like, I think it's, like, six rows. Okay, yeah. yeah. We've um, looked at this before. Yeah, so I think I'm going to do that scallop hat again with some other scrap yarn yeah. I have and just keep going because I just really like it. Yeah. So many combos. <clears throat> so many combos, and I'm really proud of myself. And I've seen people move. Do you want me to put this on you again? <laughs> I've seen people move the scallops around, like, to, because we were just sort of, like, the bottom third. Like, that's where the scallops start. But I've seen people do it, you know, just like an inch of scallop. Yeah. And then, like, some people do it way at the top. So that, like, you know, you use more of the, ma- like, the bottom color. Well, so there's this one person, this one person who did three scallops. And oh. it was, like, variegated. It yeah. was really pretty. I think it was purple or something. And so they did, like, the bottom scallop was, like, a light purple. And then there was, like, a little oh, bit so of dark like purple. Ombre? And then it, yeah, oh. it was really pretty. That's really fun. Um, yeah, not variegated. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like a gradient. Gradient. Thank yeah. you. Um, so that was really, really cool. And I thought, oh, I could totally, I don't have any, granted, again, I don't have yarn for that. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But you could But I use, could do that. I could, could get some gumballs or something yeah, and do it. Yeah, well, you don't have to do a gradient. You can just do three coordinating colors. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice too. So I'm really excited about, like, that turned out so well. Yeah. yeah. And also because it's such a small amount of color work, it's like I did it at during lunch at work and oh. I put the balls out on the table and I just, like, went yeah. through it and it was done. And I feel like very accomplished <laughs> to be able yeah. to do that. so anyway yeah. I'm really excited so those are my four hats I have another okay. six to do okay. um, obviously I'm doing that one now okay. I have another six to do but I need at least my in-laws by end of November right. and then I will finish my family probably in them? November you're going to be okay in November are you just bringing them yeah are I'm just bringing them? them yeah I'm oh, staying with them oh, yeah. Okay. yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them okay. yeah so it should be good she is wearing my father-in-law's hat right now, which is massively, obviously, big on her, but she thinks it's great. And now she's she's running around, and my husband came in, and he goes, you need to wash that hat. And I don't know what happened to it. Oh. I don't know either. But anyway, yeah, those are my FOs. How about you? Well, I have one FO, which I've never seen. Oh, how pretty. Yeah, and it's a pair of mittens. How pretty. I decided for some reason, the la- not the last mittens. The- I saw these in your house, remember? Oh, yeah, you did see these at my house. Um, I decided to make some mittens. Uh, the grocery girls are having a tin can mitts along, and I think one of them had made the mittens, and which reminded me that I, I kind of wanted to make them. So these are the antler mittens. Uh, I've made the antler hats before, yeah. which just uses this um, cable that's an antler cable. And uh, yeah, I decided I want to make the mittens, and I looked at the pattern, which called for air and weight yarn. And so I dug through my stash, or my Ravelry stash online, I put most of it on there, which is very helpful. And discovered that I had a skein of Aaron Weight yarn. I actually won this yarn a while ago, like last year, in an Instagram contest. It's from a maker called No Law Knits. Oh, right. Yeah. And this is her Australian Merino yarn. It's really which pretty. It's really soft. I like the color. It's the so color bright. The color is really fun. It's called, I think it's called Jealous or Jealousy. Mm-hmm. And it's this, I've tried to photograph it and it does not come out. Like, I don't know. It's. Like this tonal green, and it's sort of a cross between I feel like Kelly green, mint green, and like neon, neon green. green. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I've never seen a green like that. It's this really amazing color, but I can't, I can't capture it. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I think this might be a free pattern too. Is it? Yeah, I think the antler hat and antler mittens are free because <gasps> I don't remember. I bought a bunch. I didn't of know that. I bought a bunch of the patterns, and I don't think I bought this one though. So well, double check, but I don't know if this one. This one might be free. Um, I think I made the women's or the adult small size. Mm-hmm. They, because their stuff is really cool too. It usually goes from like, like baby toddler to like XX large. I'm just like that's the adult small. My hands are not small, but they fit those. Yeah, well. I think they're just yeah, yeah. adult small. Um, I was impressed because the thumbs actually kind of fit me as written. For some reason, I think I have short thumbs, mm-hmm. and a lot of times on mitten patterns, like it's like. Knit for like this long and then do the decreases, and I yeah. usually shorten it because it's too long. Yeah. And so, but I did this as written because it looked like it was going to fit. Pattern's really easy to follow. The cable's really easy to memorize. Like, they're just so pretty. They're just fun. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, again, I don't know where I'm going to wear mittens. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But now you'll have them. I know. I thought about making them into fingerless mittens, but I just like the way the mitten part looks. looks yeah. The top. And. So yeah, um, very easy, very fun. I used about 71 grams, which mm-hmm. out of a 100 gram skein. Um, so I didn't use it all, which is nice. And yeah, I might make something small, like a, I don't know, like a, our friend just had a baby. I was thinking of maybe like, a, a, you know, a newborn hat yeah. Yeah, with the, the leftovers. Yeah, I think that's a nice idea. Yeah. I just think that that color is just phenomenal. I really, I'm going to get some. It's really nice. It's in her, yeah, I won three skeins of yarn from her, which is crazy. Um, but they're all really nice. And yeah, really cute. And there's so many options, you know. I feel like you could even just use worsted weight yarn and just, um, you know, change the sizing. Like, use it, make a different size or something like that. Yeah. And that's the only finished object I have, though. No, but they're really nice. I just can't get over the color. Yeah, the color's really nice. I like that. And I like neon-ish, but not quite neon. I don't know how to explain them. Yeah. I'll try to take a picture of them. I don't know. Yeah, I think even, like, outside, the color will come through. Yeah. As it Wait, are you just pulling out a work in progress? Yeah. That you didn't talk about? Yeah. Because I didn't... I'm not... I have to keep going. But you're working on it. I know. You're Pat. It's okay. I'll talk about it next time. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna wonder what it is. It's the uh, it's the rainbow. It's the rainbow under my under the my rainbow baby blanket. Okay. With the knitted wind. I feel like you've kit. done a lot though. <clears throat> I don't know if I have. Really? Maybe, maybe I have. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is why I didn't want to talk about it because two nights ago I was knitting in front of the TV and this is my fault. I was tired. Uh huh. And do you know what I did? No. I looked down and I realized that I had actually started. Stockinette stitch instead of garter stitch, um, and I had to rip out like five. Oh, rows. I do that all the time. I ripped out a bunch of this like <sighs> stuff. So I, I messed up my mittens at one point. I had to undo it. <clears throat> so mad. I had finished one of my mittens, the, the second mitten, and I finished it. I like tied it off, and then I was like, it looked shorter than the other one. Yeah. And I was like, it's definitely shorter, and I couldn't figure it out for a second. And then I read through the directions again and then there was a section I had missed that was like repeat rows one through oh, the, no. and for my size it was basically a whole repeat yeah and so I had to rip it back it wasn't that bad I mean but I had to rip back all the decreases and do one more repeat and then do all the decreases again yeah um so it happens to me awesome. constantly yeah ripping. I was just so mad because because I looked at it and I was like why is this wrong I was, I was mad because I was like oh now I have to rip it out but I was also mad because for a split second I thought 
maybe I'll just leave it in. And then I was like, no, how lazy are you? This looks awful. Like, this is obviously incorrect. Like, I have to rip it out. <laughs> obviously. Obviously incorrect. And I knew that when I was doing it, too, because I was like, I'm tired. I shouldn't be knitting. Right. So, And I don't know why my mind just changed to stockinette instead of garter. Yeah, well, you think I'm if you have something, like, simple, like garter stitch, you can do it when you're tired. You would think. You would think. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. I'm going to just try to knit back to the point where I was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. Um, well, I don't know what order we want to go in, but, um... Let's do... Can we do retail therapy? Um... Yeah, if you want. Um... I have some stuff. I want to see what you bought, and also because I bought two things, Mm -hmm. but they're not coming until next week. Wait, so you want to talk about them ahead of time? No, I guess I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. But I'm sad about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you, what, what did you buy? <laughs> you bought stuff. I did buy some stuff. Um, I've been kind of bad. I feel like, I don't know, like really I've been needing some retail therapy, like actual <laughs> retail therapy for some reason. Yeah. Some of this, is, this stuff I bought a while ago and kind of just kind of came. Um, I got this a while ago and I forgot to talk about it, but uh, as you know, as you talked about in the last couple episodes, I finally watched Stranger oh, Things, yeah, yeah. which I really enjoyed, and Stranger Things Season 2 comes out next Friday, right before yeah. Halloween, and I'm really excited. We just got the music licenses for it, too. Oh, good. And so... That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, we have a, a decent number of songs in it this, this season, so I'm pretty excited, and... but. I have been in, I'm keeping my eye out for some Stranger Things themed yarn. There, has, there isn't a lot. There was some that I found that was really pretty, um, but only available from a Canadian seller, oh, right. and the shipping on it was really high. I think the skein was like $25, and shipping was like $15 or something, and I just couldn't justify almost paying the same amount for the shipping as for like one skein of yarn. But I caught this skein of yarn on a D-stash, um, Troll and Ravelry, like as 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 you do, and someone put up that they were selling a skein of this yarn from House of Alamode and Republic of Wool. It was a collaboration. Oh, nice. And the colorway is called Eleven, named after Eleven from Stranger Things. Very cool. Yeah, and it's really beautiful. I remember when it came out, and I was it was very limited, and. I told myself, like, I wasn't going to try for it just because I didn't need any more yarn. Plus, I just thought it would be really hard to get. And, you know, I think it sold out within a few minutes. And I just thought, you know, they're never going to make it again. I'll never get it. But then I found this uh, skein on D-Stash and very reasonably priced. And this is the, uh, called part of the Cult Classic Collection. Spin green weight yarn, 80-20, merino wool, and nylon. 400 yards and 100 grams game. Nothing too exciting. But it's really fun color. It is like a dark blue, uh, variegated with like a creamy pink base and a mauve. And then that's like the base color. And then it's got all these really amazing speckles, like navy speckles and dark plum and some like brighter pinks. It's really, really pretty. And I think it's supposed to look like uh, that pink dress she wears with, like, I think sort of like a denimy or, like, a dark blue jacket. And I love it. Gorgeous. I don't know what to do with it, but I'm just going to hold it. Yeah, just hold it. Just pet it. Um, but related to that is I, I'm also part of, like, some, a Facebook group that's about 
um, like sort of destashing yarn, and people will post things that they want to sell, and then someone was selling this bag. It's a Stranger it's Things bag. Are those waffles? Yeah. Have you watched Stranger Things? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're Egos. That uh, has to do with see her little character. Oh, She's yeah. wearing these colors. Yeah. She um, there's a thing with like uh, Egos because she starts eating them, and uh, someone was destashing a bunch of stuff, and one of the things they were destashing was the Stranger Things themed project bag from Autoly Adorable Knits. Hmm. And I had seen, I think it was a spoonful of fabric, and she had offered this bag a while ago, and I missed out on it, and I didn't think I was going to be able to get it again, though right now I think she's offering it again because season two is starting up. Yeah. But I bought this, like, a month ago. Uh, she was destashing it on Facebook, and I messaged her and purchased it, and it's really cool. It's... Um, basically they're kind of like those, oh, I don't know what they're called, like, almost like chibi characters. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, the big eyes, and it's, like, all the characters of Stranger Things, like Will and Mike, and, you know, Eleven, obviously, and I think Barb is on here? Is Barb on here? She might be. Um, it's just really cool. And then the Eggo Waffles, and then the inside, oh, and the little zipper pull is, like, a little Stranger Things, like, um, that's cute. It's almost like, what are those, Shrinky Dinks? Yeah. And so when you open it, you have to watch this series. Fine. I think you would like it. The inside is this really cool fabric that also has to do with the show, and it's basically with the Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I love this bag. It goes with this yarn. They go together. They will be friends. They will be friends forever. They will be friends forever. And, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then I stopped by my, my one of my local yarn stores the other day, SoCal Knits, because... Uh, I think while I was in Hawaii, they had their anniversary party, so happy one year, and they had a trunk show by the Forbidden Woolery there. She's another local dyer. She actually lives in Burbank, too, and she um, brought a bunch of her colorways there, and I couldn't go, uh, but they had, um, they were keeping her yarn for like a week to sell. So I popped by, uh, I got back from Hawaii, I think, um, on Tuesday, like, late, late at night, actually early Wednesday morning, um, and, but I had taken Wednesday off from work, mm-hmm. and so I did all my laundry and did a bunch of errands, and one of the errands was going to SoCal Nets to look at some yarn, what do you do on your day off, right? And I was hoping she would have some of her iZombie colorways there, but I think she had either sold out or just brought them with her and, like, taken those back, you know, mm-hmm. and just left some of her yarn there, but that's okay, because I ended up finding two really pretty skins here. And so the first one I spotted, I was spent like 45 minutes going, like, just looking at every single color and also looking at the names because the names to me, you know what I mean? Sometimes if it relates to something you like, you know, like, it makes you, like, want it more. So the first one I picked up uh, was a skein of her Pride Base, which is her fingering weight yarn that has Delina in it. And it's, she's a really nice uh, sparkle base. It's 70% Superwash Merino, 20% Nylon, and 10% Stellina. So there's a lot of sparkle in it and it's called Ilium which is a really beautiful blue and I tried to look on her website and it didn't say anything about this colorway but you know how I'm like obsessed with Melanie Singh yeah uh in her Archangel series there's uh, an angel and his name is Ilium and he has uh blue wings and like sort of like blue hair mm. and I just can't imagine that's like a coincidence right right you know that you can email her yeah, I mean, I, I have to, actually was going to take a picture of it with them on mine, the amazing books, but I just haven't had a chance. Mm-hmm. But it's this really beautiful sort of tonal, uh, I would say medium blue. And it's funny because I think in the books, his nickname is Sparkle. 
because they make fun of him because um, he's really like you know good looking and you know all the all the humans in the world like are obsessed with angels in general but he's like one that's super friendly and like really beautiful too so people love him yeah and oh actually they don't call him Sparkle Sparkle's this other guy um, that I hope they have a book together mm-hmm. anyway he's called they call him Bluebell that's mm-hmm. it because he's blue but still um because they say sparkle and bluebell a lot and yeah but then next to it or near it was a scan of yarn card called archangel's wings which again i don't think can be a coincidence because the archangel series is about like an archangel you know what i mean and i just can't think that it's a coincidence that she has archangel's wings and ilium in the same thing and they're not related to these books so i'm gonna have to message her and ask her because i love these books Anyway, Archangel Wings is a very neutral sort of, um, I would say like a pale gold. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very, very pale, like cream with like a golden tint. Mm -hmm. Again, this is the pride base, so it has sparkle in it. And and it has, if you look really closely, it has tiny little flecks of blue. Like tiny, like very, like not very much. Very subtle. It's very subtle. But I thought they would look good together. Look, they are really They're nice. friends, just like in the books. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was pretty excited to spot that. Um, I hope it has something to do with the books. Yeah, it probably does. It probably does. I mean, she does do sort of fan-based, and, you know, I know she has a lot of Harry Potter colorways, but I just don't remember her ever saying anything specific about these. I could have missed it, um, and maybe they've been in her arsenal for a while. I just don't remember but, yeah, I was really excited to find those. I don't know what they're going to be. If you guys can think of any fun two-color shawl patterns, let me know. I know there's a million out there, but if you have any favorites, let me know. Let me know. I think that's all I bought. I think I talked about all the rest of this before. It was like something else in here, but I think I talked about that before. I've been resisting. I really want to buy some stuff online, but I haven't yet. We'll see. Hard. I know it's hard. It's hard. Apparently, you bought some stuff online. I did, but I'm not gonna talk about it yet. Yeah, you're not. Gonna I didn't talk buy yarn. Their books. Oh yeah. Well, there's a thirty percent Barnes and Noble coupon this weekend. I might go. I mean, yeah. I might go. Oh, okay. I have some other things too. I forgot. I this was a while ago. It was just like I don't know, three or four weeks ago at least. I was talking to some of my friends who also knit about. Uh, remember the true color shawl we had talked about? The yeah. new Melanie Berg that was really pretty and yeah. like used gradient yarn. And I was looking at it and I was saying to my friends, hey, like I think I want to make this, but in Halloween colors, do you guys have any sort of like scraps of any like colors that, you know, I might be able to like borrow, not borrow, but like buy from you, like yeah. just like mini skeins or something, because I don't want to buy full skeins of anything, and I had sent them some pictures of some mini skeins from Etsy, and they're, but mostly like, you know, like orange, and like sort of neon green, and purples, and some pinks, like that to me is like my Halloween palette with like black and gray, and one of my friends, uh, Nicole from Workmade Fiber, said, we could probably just dye those, you know, and I was like, oh, I know that's a lot of effort, though. She has a fiber dye. Did you talk about that? I did talk about that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I posted it on Instagram. This was yeah. a while ago, yeah, but we never talked about it. I feel like, well, we really haven't met for a while. Yeah, I mean, we've hung out. We just haven't talked about, yeah. specifically about this, well, we've talked about knitting, just not. Yeah. <laughs> In this formal setting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, um, we were talking about it, and I was like, that seems like a lot of effort. 
I mean, mostly because it would be effort that she would have to put out because she has all the material, she has all the dye stuff, and, you know, not me. Um, but she had been prepping for, I think, a trunk show at um, the local spinning guild. And so she said, just come over, like, just come over, have all the dye stuff out, like, maybe, you know, we can talk about it or something. And she lives close to me, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't a big deal. So I stopped by, and indeed she did have all the dye stuff out, and uh, we just ended up dying like, ten minis games, which was really fun. A little labor-intensive, not as much as it could be. It's just, I think, I felt more bad for her because she had a lot of stuff to do, and she was, like, sort of taking time out to do something totally, like, not that she had to do. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it was really fun. So I died 10 minis games. Sorry, I just opened my snap. And I wound these from full games, which she helped me do, but I did that. And so, look, we made all these minis games. They're really Minis games! I did post them. They're really pretty. And... I think I made 20-gram mini-skeins, so there's 10 20-gram mini-skeins. This is two full skeins all together. And it ranges from, like, gray to, I have, like, three kinds of purple, two kinds of greens, two oranges, and one really hot pink. Reminds me of that song, Monster Mash. Monster Mash, yeah. And so these are really fun. I don't know if I'm going to use exactly all of them, and I might dig through my stash, too, to see... um, if I have other colors that might work a little better. Um, I mean, we were just trying to guess on maybe what kind of colors I would like, you know, we wanted in here. I for the most part, I think they go together really well. Um, and with them, I ordered a couple of skeins from Craftsy, uh, just some Cascade Heritage sock yarn, which is a pretty basic sock yarn. It's 75% superwash merino, 25% nylon. And I just got, like, a black because I think I want the base or, like, the main, you know, background color of the shawl to be black. So yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'm going to use black. I bought two skeins. I think I might only need one, but I just bought two because they were pretty cheap. I think they were, like, $7 on Craftsy. And I'm going to use all these crazy, oh, crazy mini skeins. And we'll see. I don't know when I'm going to start this. It's almost Halloween. I'm, I'm Obviously, it's not going to be done for Halloween, but well, you know. I have no time for this. Um, but... I was really excited when I made them. Like, we made all these mini skeins, and I hung them up to dry, and they're so cute. They're super cute. Look how cute they are. I love them. So thanks, Nicole, if you listen to this, uh, for helping me do this. Thank you, Nicole. You were the best. Being an enabler. Yeah. That all the best friends are. Yeah, right? So that's really exciting. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Skeins. So yeah. those are all the things I bought or um, acquired. Sorry, let me write this down. Okay. But you know what I want to talk about? What? Spinning. Ooh. What? We haven't talked about spinning in like two years or something. A year and a half. So spin right around is our spinning segment, which I haven't Ooh. done in like a super long time. Because you've been busy. You haven't actually... Haven't... Oh, I haven't spun in a long time. Yeah. But um, like I said, I've been hanging out with um, my Stitches friends and a lot of them spin. Yeah. Uh, one of them, especially um, Jessie, she spins a lot. Um, she has a really large fiber staff. She knits too, but um, she's a really awesome spinner. And uh, I think we were hanging out together one day, and they were, one of them was like, bring your wheel. Like, you should spin on it one of these days. Oh, that's cool. And so it made me decide to start spinning something at home so I'd have something to work on. 
And so I picked up some um, very old staff. I wonder if I can use this for the FIFO. It's like a knit along, but my, I bet Jill would let me use, I wonder if she would let me use some, like spinning as well, I should ask her. Um, but I used some really old fiber that I have. Luckily, the rule is that you shouldn't keep fiber for too long um, because like it'll get like, um, it can get compacted and then it makes it harder to like spin, spin yeah. and you know there's always you know the threat of like pests and things and yeah. but I mean yeah I'm, I'm bad <laughs> so I've had this for a really long time it's from Pigeon Roof Studios who I really like do you know Pigeon Roof? She's still around. Uh, she's up in the Bay Area, and she does a lot of really beautiful yarns and fibers still. I have a bunch of her yarn in my stash. I think a couple more braids of fiber. And I bought this at a store called Bobbin's Nest Studio that used to be in Santa Clara, and it closed a while ago. I think it was only open for three or four years, and it was really cool. It was a cute little shop that had yarn um, and fiber, and it actually had, like, sewing stuff. I think before sort of a lot of shops did that, mm -hmm. I actually think it would do really well right now. But I think back then it was like, I don't even know, like eight years ago or something. Um, they were only open for a few years and then the owners decided to move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, I think the business wasn't doing too great and like an opportunity came, I think, to move somewhere and they ended up moving. But anyway, it was kind of like a blast in the past when I opened that. I was like, oh, it's from Bobbin's Nest. I used to take my mom there <laughs> with me. Anyway, um, I spun some yarn, and I plied it, and blocked it, and all that stuff. It's all ready to knit. And so I, I'm i not going to get super technical, because I can't. I don't know how to get super technical when I talk about spinning. But basically, I have a shack matchless that I got um, secondhand, which is a really nice wheel, though. It's kind of bulky. And I spin in double drive, which... There's a couple of ways you can spin on wheels. Mine has two-way scotch tension and double drive, but I usually use double drive. It's a single treadle because <laughs> that's just what I have. Kimbo's like tangled up in yarn right now. Um, yeah, so the single treadle, which um, I think some people don't like. I don't mind it so much. Um, it was actually kind of good. Uh, I don't even know. A few weeks ago, I was having foot problems. I don't think I talked about it on here because it was after we had podcast. Um, but I was having a really hard time walking on one foot. And it was actually kind of good that <laughs> it was a single treadle because I can kind of treadle with just one foot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't need two necessarily. And I think on double treadle, you can probably just use one too, but um, this was kind of made for it. Um, it was just kind of funny. Anyway, I decided to do a three-ply yarn because I've never done a three-ply yarn before. I split the braid. It's a, I think it was a 4.4-ounce braid. I split it into, you know, approximately a third each. And then spun them on three different bobbins. It was really, it was kind of interesting because I haven't spun in so long. And, you know, my spinning was definitely, I think, um, inconsistent for a while. It wasn't super thick and thin, but it was just like from bobbin to bobbin. It wasn't really even. Um, and I did have, you know, I, I mean, I had some problems at times. I was like, oh, like, you know, losing control of the wheel or just stop suddenly or, you know. I have a problem, I think, too, sometimes with over-twisting my yarn when I spin it, which I need to get better at. Yeah. Um, but it does come out sometimes, uh, usually when you ply it, because then you ply it in the other direction, which kind of undoes some of the twists from when you were spinning it the first time. Anyway, um, 
I was having issues when I did the three ply at first because they were getting really tangled like twists. Um, eventually I got it though and it ended up fine but that was I don't know if people have that problem. It looks so easy when other people do it but maybe because I had some over twist it was like tangling on itself when I was trying to apply it but anyway um, this is a really pretty skein of yarn. Um, I would say it's a lot of sort of neutral creams and browns and oranges and a little bit of blue. It ended up a lot more sort of like brownish than I, th I thought than I thought it would in the um, like braid, which is fine. I just, you know, sometimes I'm not sure. And I don't, like I said, I'm not super technical right now. And so it's not like I'm aiming for like, you know, I don't split up the colors or do any, you know, I'm not trying to do anything really um, complicated. Really, I just split it into three and just spun it however it came, you know? And so I'm, I, um, yeah, I skate, I applied it, I scanned it, I, you know, blocked it, hung it to dry. So I think I set the twist and I measured and I think I have like maybe 80 yards or so. Um, I would say this is probably, I mean, it varies because it's kind of, it's not super even, but I would say this is maybe an Aaron weight yarn. She was like yeah. looking at me. Kind of looks like an Aaron weight yarn. <clears throat> I would say worse than Aaron. Like some parts are thinner than others, you know what yeah. I mean? And some parts definitely get more like bulky. But I feel like average, maybe like an Aaron. It's really weight. impressive looking. I mean, it looks cute. It doesn't look too bad. I I want to knit with it. I don't know what I should knit with it. Mm. Uh, the rule usually is to like knit. You're spin like you know you spin yarn you do it you should knit it like soon after that you spin it just because the next thing you spin is gonna be better mm. and you don't want to come back to this and think oh this kind of sucks mm -hmm. you know um, so yeah I want to knit with it soon that way I can spin something else yeah but but it was fun it was fun to bust out the wheel again and uh, my new apartment is like nicer in the way that their little living room's a lot bigger yeah and so i can like actually have my wheel just kind of chilling out and like it's pretty side of the like living yeah. room without like you know my old place i kind of had a it was always kind of in the way or i'd have to put it away where you couldn't really use it so now i can just chill out like i put it near the window and so um i did actually i forgot to talk about i'll talk about it next time um i did buy a braid of yarn from the altered stitch when I was there, uh, an operative yarn, a braid of fiber, to start a new spinning project. But I can't remember what it is right now. I just know it's like dark purple and black, and it has I think some sparkle in it. Um, but I wanted to start that one next because it was kind of Halloweeny. But yeah, I was really excited that I spun something. You know? Yeah, it's really it impressive. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any interest in spinning ever? No, I mean, I like I like the thought of it, but at the end of the day, I don't think I have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Have you ever tried to off spin one? Like with no, the I've seen Natalie oh. do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's really cool to look, watch. And, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not... I don't think... I don't know. I don't think I have the mind for it. Again, like, I, if there's anything I'm kind of interested in, it's probably still sewing and quilting. Oh, yeah, I, really I, mean, like I want to do that, too. I've, I've been thinking a lot about that. Yeah, but I just stuff. can't really, like, like think about spinning yarn. Yeah. That's, That's not, okay. Yeah, it seems like, I, I'm You sure. might get, I mean, so I have a, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who've said that, and then one day, they're like, hey. they're like, let me just try this, you know? Yeah, and if you never do, that's fine, too. Yeah. You know, it's just, 
I had this wheel. <laughs> like, I was like, I should do something with this. Yeah, it's awesome. And so, okay, that's all I've been spinning. What is next? Uh, do you have anything cued? I don't. You don't? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I really have anything cued either. I've been doing a lot of Ravelry stocking of hats, but I'm also really interested in making some, like, color work yoke sweaters. Oh, pretty, yeah. Yeah, I've been really into that. I've been, like, just looking on Instagram and Ravelry. There's a bunch that I have my eye on, um, but I haven't really um, narrowed it down yet, and I also don't really have yarn for it yet, so I'm just, right now, I'm just kind of in the stocking phase, so I'll talk about that more if I decide on something or um, get some yarn for it, but uh, if you have any favorites, feel free to, um, you know, send them to me because I, I'd be interested. They're all so beautiful to me, and I feel like there's so many options with the colors, and yeah, it just makes me want a bunch of them. Yeah. Even though it's way too hot, like, I'd be too hot, you know, I don't know, but I I knit very impractically, I think, for our climate. Yeah, I do too. Just because it's what I like. And that's fine, you know? Yeah. One day maybe I'll go somewhere really cold and need to bust out. We're all moving to Canada. We're all moving to Canada. I'd love to go to Canada. Let's go to Espastrico in Montreal. Mm. And next year I really want to, and I think we're planning a trip to Rhinebeck, which is the New York Sheep and Wool Festival. And that's actually happening this weekend. And my Instagram feed is full of just people having so much fun there. And I'm bummed, even though... It's really warm there right now. I think some people are really hot in their knits. But everyone, you know, makes a Rhinebeck sweater and stuff like that. And I'd love to be able to go and wear a bunch of my knit stuff. But I think we want to go next year. Do you want to go? Yeah, maybe. Rent a big house, eat apple cider donuts, pet some sheep, and just buy a lot of yarn. Maybe. You know the rent a big house is, like, not my thing. Well, yeah. Not necessarily my thing. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, it's... It's tempting. I feel like the people I'm thinking of are way chill. Yeah. So. That'd be cool. Yeah. And it's in upstate New York. I don't know. I don't know how far that is from your parents. It's probably a few hours, but. Yeah. I mean, I would, you know. They could always meet us. Yeah. Your mom could hang out at the Sheep Festival. She would. I don't know what she would do. That'd be really hilarious. Would that be fun? That'd be really funny. Yeah. Come on. That'd be really funny. I think we can do it. I'd be like, Mom, I need to buy this. She's like, what? Is it? Why is it so fluffy? Yeah. Your mom could see there's like like a llama parade and oh, she'd like a llama parade. Yeah, and there's yeah, just lots of sheep. Yeah. You can play with sheep. You don't have to look at just yarn. There's yeah. just sheep and fried artichokes and donuts and a lot of fall wheat. Sold. So I'll let you know. Um I'm definitely yeah, like my friends and I like um we definitely wanna go. We've talked about it like earlier this year at Stitches about planning for a 2018 run back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we also plan to go to Stitches this year. Um, Stitches West, which is in Santa Clara, usually in February, in case you want to go to that. But there's going to be one in Pasadena. I know. Like, not a Vogue Knitting, which Vogue Knitting has, I don't even know, like a, a history here. It's kind of like hit and miss. I feel like it doesn't usually get a great turnout. I don't know why. Um... But they're trying to plan a Stitches here next year in Pasadena, which I'm really interested in. Um, I hope it'll do better. I think it will do better just because 
they have a lot of they'll have a lot more vendors I think which will draw people because you've been to Vogue Knitting yeah the vendor area is pretty small uh, compared to like at least stitches in, uh, west in Northern California, so we'll see, we'll see. I'm excited, I'm interested, and we have a lot of really cool local dyers, so I I think that would be really fun. But we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know about that. Um, speaking of stuff like that, um, I want to quickly talk about an event I went to. Yeah, this is a while ago again. See, it seems like forever ago, but I went to uh, a book signing. Um, with Annie from the Petite Weaver podcast, we were Knits podcast, and that was at Skylight Books in, I guess, is it Los Feliz? Silver Lake, Los Feliz, I think, um, in Los Angeles, and it was Claire Parks. She was there to sign her book, A Stash of One's Own, which is a collection of essays um, by her and other sort of prominent um fiber artists talking about their stash and sort of their relationship with it. I actually think you'd really like it because everyone has sort of a different take on their stash. And some people are like, I don't really have a stash anymore. Like I buy it for project or like, you know, these, this stash, my stash has all these sort of memories of certain things. So I keep certain things and I get rid of certain things, you know, it's just really interesting. I'm about a third of the way through it right now. I've just been reading them. Like when I have time, a story here or there. Um, but we went to, you know, we went to the signing, and, you know, I never met Claire Park. She uh, created Knitter's Review. She had, I don't know if you have her books, like, um, she has the Knitter's Book of like, Yarn, like the Knitter's Book of, okay. So, well, her books are really, like, really, uh, those are, like, very, like, informative books. But she's also written some sort of, like, like essay-type books. And she doesn't come through town very often, I don't think. She had the signing. Annie had never been to a book signing before, which I was like, what? Like, never in your life? That's crazy. I feel like we go to one, like, every other week. Seriously. We did go to one, like, last week. Um, and so I was like, well, we should kind of get there early. I don't know if a ton of people will show up. Like, let's get there early, get our books, and get seats if we need to. And if it's not that crowded, we'll just, like, go get them to eat. Yeah. And we got there, and they hadn't even set up the seating area yet. And it wasn't that early. I think it started at 7 or 7.30, and we got there around 6. It wasn't too crazy. And so... Um, we bought our books, and I'm just like, well, I guess we'll just get something to eat, and went down the street. Uh, there was a really uh, delicious taco shop. We had some tacos, and then we went back, and they had started setting up, the, they had set up the seats, at least, the chairs. They had moved um, some of the shelves around so that at least there was a seating area, so we got a seat, pulled out our knitting, and we just, like, knit for half an hour while we waited for Claire to come, and it was really cool just sitting there because, like, everyone who was there was like a knitter, you know what I mean? Everyone came, they had their knitting, there was a lot of talking, um, it was just very, very interesting. Um, some people I knew, like the Yarn of Truck Ladies were there, and um, Jenny, this girl, I, oh, this girl, this woman I follow on Instagram and I've met several times was there, and a bunch of other people. Um, the owner of the little knittery was there, have you been there? Yeah. Uh, she actually moved, she used to be in Outwater Village, and the shop just recently moved to Los Feliz, but she hadn't opened yet. And it's actually going to be just down the street from Skylight. Awesome. So we'd be able to walk. Uh, so she is the, her name is Cat Coyle. She's the one who created the pussy hat. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, she was there. And it was just really cool just to hang out with a bunch of knitters. And they're all local, you know what I mean? And that was cool. 
and there was a pretty good turnout. I would say, I mean, I can't count people. I'm terrible at counting people. But all the seats were taking up, and there were a few people standing in the back, too. So it was pretty cool. And Clara came on, and she was great, and she talked, and then we got book signed, and it was really fun. And, yeah, I hope Annie had her first book signing ever. And awesome. Yeah, so I've been reading that off and on when I get a chance. It's been really, really good, really fun. And that's all the events I have. Um, I think we got to move into non-knitting. 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 Kimberly. Non-knitting. What do you want to talk about? Talk about what we're watching. Watching. I'm just oh. going to briefly talk about what I we're have watching. so much stuff, so you go. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the one thing. We watched um, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, my gosh. My yeah, friend has yeah. that on DVD. She keeps saying, oh, we got to watch that. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's really mixed for me. Right. I think. Well, did you watch the original anime? I've seen the original anime, yeah, but okay. not, the, not as it entirely. Oh, okay. Not in its full. You haven't seen the whole thing? No. Do you like it? Yeah, I do yeah, think okay. it. I mean, I, I haven't read, I haven't read Ghost in the Shell, so I'm not super sure right how uh, like faithful yeah well people yeah but people love the anime yeah Yeah, so So, i feel like most people like the who like the com like the manga like like the anime too yeah um well i just say like my iron muffin and i watched it um i really liked it really yeah so i think I liked certain parts of it. I, I think the special effects were just really... Well, amazing. yeah. The trailer made it look real... Like, the visuals looked really good. It's super visually stunning. Yeah. Um, and I think... And, like, admittedly, I am a Scarlett Johansson fan, although I don't like her in everything. Yeah. I do kind of like... I think this role is really good for her because she is this, like, animatronic kind of yeah. shell robot thing that like, is not human, but is human. Right. Um, like, she was, I thought she was very good in her, right? Like, her voice is sort yeah. of like Yeah, that. her voice is, yeah, people use her a lot for her voice. She was in the Jungle Book, too. She was yeah. the snake. And um, she was very, I really love Lost in Translation. Um, so I think that she was really good, particularly because she kind of added, like, a really nice depth to that character. That said, of course, I have problems with the fact that they didn't use an Asian yeah. Um, so the I mean, I've heard about how they changed the plot to make the like make sense that she wasn't Asian. Well, so this is the thing, and I have to say that like I totally, I get it because you know my initial reaction is just to be outraged that they didn't use an Asian actress. But like I was looking it up like online and stuff, and because <clears throat> it did really well overseas. Did it? Yeah, and it did really well in um I think. I don't know if it was Japan, maybe China. I'm maybe not sure. China. It did really well in like a couple of Asian countries. And when they polled them, they said like, which I don't know how much I agree with them, but I can understand their point. They're like, it's an adaptation. It's an American adaptation. So no one was bothered that it was Scarlett Johansson in the lead. They were like, you're going to cast those people in of that culture in that, but wasn't it, wasn't it set in America, movie. was it? No, it's not set in America. Yeah, I think that, but that I think, bothers me more than, like... Yeah, but I do, like, no, but I understand what they're saying, because it's the same thing as, like, for instance, like, Pride and Prejudice. Like, there's been so many adaptations of Pride and Prejudice, um, especially in, possibly, like, Indian culture. 
Oh, really? Um, yeah, like, mm-hmm. um, like, and musical style and everything. And obviously, they're using Indian actors. They're not using English mm-hmm. actors. Like, they're not yeah. using, like, British actors, yeah. right? So I do kind of understand their point. Again, like, I'm I'm still outraged about Nat Wolf playing, being in Death Note. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue but... isn't that... I mean, at least for me, the issue isn't that they cast a non-Asian actor. I mean, it kind of is, but it's because there's so few roles for Asian actors in general that were called for Asian actors to change it to a non-Asian actor. It's not, to me, it's not like, oh, well, this, you know, like Scarlett Johansson, wow, her choices are so limited now because she can't play any Asian roles. Like, you know what I mean? But I feel like... If I was an Asian actor, I'd be like, oh, the one role that's actually written for an Asian actor goes to, like, someone who's not Asian. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they're changing a bunch of white roles to become minorities. Well, yeah, no. I mean, sometimes they do, but it's just very rare. No, I can understand that, too. I'm just saying that, like, it was sort of, like, an interesting, um, like, perspective Mm -hmm. that other countries had. Like, they just weren't bothered by it. They were just, like oh, well, of course you're going to change that, because why wouldn't you change that? And that said, like, yeah, I'm not exactly super um, familiar with the originals. Yeah, I'm not. I feel like maybe, like, the fact, they changed it in the, well, I don't know what they changed exactly in the story, but she is, like, she is, like, physically not human. She is a robot. And so they also, like, her brain, like, her soul, her ghost is... Um, an Asian I think they changed that because they want, they had to put in the Asian element. Right. Because that's why they were like, oh, look, she's in a different body. That's why she's not. But I think... Wasn't that, but isn't that the whole point is that she's in a different body? Right, right. But I think, I think they had to make, I forgot, I read an article about it, but I think they had to make a, a change to, because I think in the story, I think, I don't remember now. Yeah. I feel like they had to make a point, like, oh, that's why, I mean, she's in different bodies, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so I'm just, like, not, like, super, I'm not, like, super cool about it, but I also kind of understand, like... Well, so you're more... That that's... Are you more mad about this, or are you more mad about Death Note, and why the difference? I think I'm more mad about Death Death Note, which I mean, I I understand, but why, why, why more bothered? I think I'm more bothered by Death Note, because I feel like... Nat Wolf and like the whole culture maybe is especially because I haven't read again I haven't read the whole Death Note although yeah, you've read some of it some of the anime yeah. as well yeah. um, but I feel like it's it's just like that was uh, there's no storyline to kind of justify that mm-hmm. instead of just casting an Asian actor mm-hmm. even if it wasn't an American high school which it was it took place like the yeah. Netflix Death Note takes place in American high school yeah. Whereas, I like, think there people were more pissed because they kind of changed the whole thing. Maybe well, what's interesting, what someone else had said, like online, was like about um, Ghost in the Shell is like particularly, I guess, which again I am not familiar with necessarily. So this was just in something that I yeah. read, so I'm not sure how true this is. But right. they were saying that like in Japanese culture, like kind of being white is a little bit more like. I don't want to say prestigious, but, like... I mean, there's a lot of stuff in, I think, Asian culture where, you know, looking more Western is yeah. considered more attractive. Like, yeah. you know, being taller, like, there's that eyelid surgery. Yeah. There's, like, so, changing your hair color. So when you like, think about that, yeah. like, their point was that, well, if you were going to make a body that could theoretically be perfect and could, you know, 
do all of these like supernatural kind of things, of course you would have a westernized body. Like of course, like the age, like they wouldn't necessarily make an Asian body. They would idealize it to create a Western body. So I don't know. I don't Again, know if that's true either, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like super versed in it. I yeah. thought it was like an interesting concept. But yeah. I think like the movie was. If you can kind of get past that, yeah. I think the movie was like really enjoyable, and I think it's very smart mm-hmm. and. I don't again. I don't know how faithful an adaptation it was, yeah. but I think mine's really good to watch. I think my issue kind of was just more like, oh, they wanted someone really famous, and they, of course, they chose Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I don't know if she added for me as a viewer. I like her in certain things, yeah. But like, I just don't know. To me, I was like, this didn't seem like a very interesting casting. It just seemed like, oh, they wanted someone really famous. That's kind of the, the feeling I got from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think that that's wrong. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, that's like every movie now. Like, they want I know, which I don't so. like. Yeah, which I don't love. Did you... Okay, so this is like totally off topic. But you know they're sort of rebooting Hellboy. Yeah. And um, there is a character, I forget his name now, who is an Asian character in the comics. And they had hired uh, a white actor to, to do it. And... Um, there was, like, some public outcry or whatnot, and the actor, and I don't know his name, I mean, I don't know if he knew about this beforehand or he was just cast, you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, he decided to, um, not do it. Like, they had, like, I think they had cast him or hired him, and he decided to be like, yo, like, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, knowing that the character himself is, like, you know, as written is like yeah, a, like I mean, an Asian, American, yeah, like, no, you know, again, and he just again, didn't like, feel like how, it was cool. Again, I don't know how particularly comfortable I feel about any yeah. of this stuff. I just think it was an interesting because, like thing, like that it's become sort of like a like he was just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do this. And so, like instead, which I also love him, so they cast Daniel Day Kim. Who was that? Daniel Day Kim. Yeah. Oh, who I love. I love yeah, who is an Asian um, American actor who is excellent. Yeah, he is really. Um, really also, him. so I just thought that was interesting. Um, you know, yeah. and not that every character has to be cast exactly the same. I, I mean, you know, I get that, but I also get why, as someone who's not really represented in things like. The, you know, popular media like that, why you would be upset if a character who was meant to be one way was, like, yeah, I just changed. Like, I just don't know how I feel about any of it. Like, I want to say that I'm, like, really, like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, but then it's, like, yeah, I can't, if it can't matter this way, then it can't matter that way. Like, it has to be... Yeah. Like, when people are really arguing about Doctor Who and that it's going to be a woman. Right. Right? Well, it's, like, yeah, like... Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. But... You know, like... I mean, I feel like... It wasn't... I, it's never been a woman. I'm right. not saying it shouldn't be a woman. Right, Don't right. It's wrong. never been a woman. But it, it, like, theoretically, if you're talking about, like, precedent setting... Kind yeah, of, yeah. Like, or, for instance, if you're using source material and yeah. it wasn't a woman, and then you've changed that character to be a woman, or you've changed that character to yeah. be... Like, I just feel like it should be... I'm not... You know, like, we, yeah. all, we all have to be more sensitive towards, um, you know, everyone's culture and, yeah. like, who how things are kind of viewed. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I don't blame that actor for not wanting to 
do that because I'm sure that made him feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't know if he knew about it beforehand yeah. or if, you know, the outcry was like, oh, wait, you know, but I think, yeah, in the end, he was, he decided not to. Yeah. Um, and they recast an Asian guy. Um, yeah. Which is cool. And, you know, and I mean, yeah, I think like in a perfect world, if everyone was well represented, it really wouldn't matter. But I feel like we're not starting from there. Yeah, we're not starting yeah. from there. And, like, let's be perfectly clear, right? Like, Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson, without Scarlett Johansson, probably would not have been made. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, too. So, I mean, I yeah, it might not have never been made. I um, mean, you know, I'm not saying that, like, oh, that's, like, awful or that's great. But, yeah. you know, like, so, so it doesn't, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I, if you can take, take your kind of, like, thoughts yeah, about that I mean, away from it, I think it is, like, kind of. That's why my friend was, like, originally she's a big Ghost in the Shell anime fan. Yeah. And... But when she heard that ScarJo was in it, she was like, well, what do you think? And I was like, whatever you want. Do you want to go see it or not? And she, in the end, she just, and she's not Asian. Um, she just decided that she'd rather wait for video. Yeah. <laughs> and so she has it on DVD right now. We're supposed to watch it, but we haven't yet. Yeah, and again, like, it's, you know, like, yeah. I'm, not tell- I'm not telling people to watch it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it, but I. I think for a lot of the hardcore fans, too, problem. they were just kind of like, oh, they just, I don't know, for whatever reason, weren't as excited about her well, being in it. Well, I think that that's the thing, too. That's like Death Note and why Death Note was kind of a problem for me. Also Did you watch because, it? Yeah, I watched some of it and I turned it off. Oh, was I didn't it, like it. Is it episodic or is it? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, it's not. Okay. Um, so you just watched like one or two and like didn't like it? No, I like watched half of the first one and I was like, oh. I don't, I, this is like, this is crap. Oh, okay. So. Um, yeah, so I think that, like, again, like, I'm more kind of emotionally invested in Death Note as the original source material, with the original source material, whereas, like, I really didn't know much, that much about Ghost in the Shell, so I was kind of, like, okay with being kind of dragged into something that I was unfamiliar with. Well, it's kind of funny because a while ago when Death Note came out, my brother, when I I were texting or something, and he said, oh, I forget why we were talking about stuff we were watching, and he said, oh, you might want to check out Death Note, it's kind of interesting, you know, and uh, he's obviously, I mean, he's my brother, so he's Asian, um, but he also, I think, read Death Note when he was younger, Yeah. Um, but I think he liked it or thought it was okay. I can't, I mean, we didn't get into it, and I haven't asked him about it since, Yeah. but I think I remember he said it was, it was, no, I mean, it was kind of interesting, maybe no, worth watching. Again, I don't blame yeah. people if they can't get past Scarlett Johansson being this character. Yeah. Like, I, I like, what am I going to say to that? That's, like, fine. Like, yeah. that's totally cool. Like, I get yeah. that, because I can't get past Nat, Nat Wolf being... Yeah. Light, you know? Yeah, yeah, like... What's his name? Light. Yeah. yeah I want to say Yamagachi, but it, I don't think it is. It's, like, light something. I don't know. I haven't read Death Note. It's been a while. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, well, you know. Yeah. But... Anyway, that was a really long conversation, peeps. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> like a tangent. But if you have any thoughts, like, let us know. Like, we're all open here. We want to hear everyone's opinions. We obviously have our own from, you know, our own perspectives from our, like, from, you know... Yeah. You know, with our backgrounds, like, we obviously will probably have a different opinion with other people. Yeah, so, I, you I know. think it's also kind of, like, just wanting to say, like, ours is kind of particular as well, because we are really on an unrepresented, we are really a huge unrepresented minority in right. the media, and we have in been the media, for many, yeah. many years, yeah. and, like, just recently. I mean, like, when I was growing up, there was only Margaret Cho. Only Margaret Cho! That was Only it. Margaret Cho. And then really, it. really pretty racist, bad, like, stereotypes yeah. of people, like, that guy in, like, Breakfast at Tiffany's, the landlord, and, yeah, like... Yeah, that was, like, Mickey Rooney. I know, it was bad, yeah, and, like, you know. you know, like, geisha-type sort of imagery, and, like, it's just, yeah, you know... And the best thing that I can hope for is, like, that when the blueberry grows up, that's not 
a thing. Anymore. Yeah. You know, now we have like other things. We, we have what's it called? Fresh boat. off the boat, which is, you know, interesting. I mean, there's, yeah, there's like lots of different things. It's just different. It's just. And like, I mean, come on, like Lost. Like when Lost came oh out, like, Korean yeah. couple. Couple? I, like, died. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you're I Korean. Was, I'm yeah. Korean. What? You know, like yeah. it was amazing. But anyway, so we're, we're just gonna be a yeah more. i'm ex- i that's so what i mean that's why i get excited too. about those things too yeah. and i i do enjoy daniel day camp yeah. even though he and grace park are like are leaving hawaii 50 i know due to like like due to you know issues salary. of salary inequality with their co-stars who i mean i think they really like it's just it's just not equal and they both of them decided like wasn't worth coming back you know what i mean yeah which sucks because that's actually uh a pretty, I would say, diverse show because keep, it's set because I, it's set in Hawaii. Yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of different people on it, a lot of different like backgrounds, and a lot of Native Hawaiians. You know, like at least playing that. Native Hawaiians. Like, so it's really interesting that that show is still on. I know <laughs> it's sort of my really fun, mindless yeah. uh, show. I like to watch. So I'm bummed that they're gonna be leaving, but I think. Um, and Masi Oka was on it for like a long time, for like five right. seasons. He just yeah. left recently. Um, just for his own personal, like, you know, he'd been on it for a long time, and he just thought his character was kind of, like, had finished his arc, and so, um, so, yeah, there were, like, a lot of, um, different, different kinds of people on that show, so I think they're gonna, you know, obviously add more to the cast since these two are leaving, and hopefully it'll also be, um, you know, diverse. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, that was a long talk about one movie. <laughs> um, I watched a lot of stuff. I'm trying to keep it kind of brief, but I went on a plane, and it was like five hours one way and five hours back. I really didn't watch that many movies on the way back because I was super tired and it was like kind of late. And it wasn't the most comfortable flight for me for whatever reason. I was just like, oh, like just not comfortable in my tiny seat. But on the way over, it wasn't too bad. And so I ended up watching um, pretty much three whole movies. I actually didn't finish one of them, but then I finished it on the way back. And so the first movie I watched was Snatched with Goldie Hawn and... Amy Schumer, about a mother-daughter who go to, I forget where they go to, um, I think South America, and then get kidnapped, and it's just shenanigans, and yeah, it was like ridiculous and silly, but um, I thought it was kind of cute, and if you have a mom, you know, and had this relationship, kind of relationship with her, I think you'll find it funny, you know, at the beginning, her mom's like messaging her on Facebook, um, and she's like, hey, mom, this isn't private. This is, like, on my wall. And she's like, I'm calling you from computer help, you know? And just reminds me of my mom. Like, yesterday she called me, or Friday she called me. and was like, hey, my email's not working on my iPad. Can you fix it? And I'm like, what, what do you want me to do? What does it say? And I, I like, it's like IT, like, trying to figure out what the heck's wrong with her, you know? And it took, like, hours. You know what I mean? And yeah. part of me wants to just kill her. <laughs> but part of me is like, oh, my gosh, she's my mom. I have to be patient, but... It was, it was frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, if you've, you know, if you've had those experiences, you might just find this funny. It's mindless. I was on the plane. I wanted some, you know, silly yeah. things to watch. Um, then I watched Going Out in Style, what? which stars Morgan Freeman, um, I think Alan Alda and Michael Caine as three, like, best friends uh, who are obviously older and they're retired, but then their pension gets frozen. And they decide to rob a bank. <laughs> oh, is that what this is about? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know have you that. seen the trailer? I have, but I don't know why that didn't click for yeah, me. Yeah, and it's it's cute. It's really it's funny, funny and cute, and because they're old, like you know what I mean. They can't rob a bank like a normal, you know, like 
I guess young people would. Um, and it's just a, it's kind so it's of like the opposite of baby driver. Yeah, the opposite of baby driver, and it's just, it's really fun. It's cute, and it's a cute. Like I think it's like a cute like story about friendship and That's stuff. Cool. And you know, they're all good actors. You know, I don't think it's for everyone, but I think it was fun. Like you know, I thought it was fun. And then the last movie I watched on the plane was Chips. Mm-hmm. which was the remake, sort of, of the TV show starring Dak Shepard and Michael Pena. I was totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I wouldn't necessarily... I mean, if you want something really ridiculous, watch it. Yeah. Um, it was not really my thing, but I just needed something silly to watch on the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. I saw Hamilton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. I went to see the Hamilton musical about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. That was great. I have managed to mostly stay away from the music. Um, You know, I know of it, but I've only heard, like, one or two songs, which was really nice. The people I went with were kind of the same. And so we kind of all went into it, like, not knowing a ton about it. I mean, obviously we knew it was about Alexander Hamilton and all that stuff. And we went uh, at the Pantages in L.A., which is really nice. And we all bought shirts. And it was packed. And the music, it's pretty much... And I wasn't sure about this because you know how some musicals like there's still di- like dialogue and yeah. stuff. And I would say like this is like ninety five percent songs, oh, like singing, sense. and you know, in dialogue in singing, but not like a lot of just talking. Uh-huh. So it was really good. Um, I definitely think it was. I think it was worth the hype. Okay, you know what I mean. And our tickets weren't crazy expensive. My friend's friend. Uh, got them for us when they first went on sale to the general public. And okay. It wasn't super crazy. Um, and we stayed afterwards uh, around the back to see, my friend wanted to see if um, the actors would come out. Oh, and some cool. of them did. Cool. So we, you know, said hi to some of them. They cool. got some stuff signed. And it was really good. I would uh, definitely recommend it if you can go see it. Okay. Cool. I know you like musicals. Yeah. And you like history. So, yeah. Um, Sounds like perfect for You me. didn't try to go get tickets when they were on sale? or I think I did. But, like, I didn't know, like, I know that's, like, a big hit and everything. But it's mm. also, like... Every time I go out, it's, like, so much money for a babysitter. Mm. So unless I'm, like, really excited or really need to see something, I'm kind of, like, I don't know if I'm going to... And tickets were really expensive as well. Were they? Yeah. Oh, they weren't more expensive than the other shows I've seen, which, granted, I haven't seen a ton, but... Uh, when I when I tried to get tickets for it, they were super super expensive. Okay, are yeah, like a couple hundred like each. Okay, so I was yeah, like, yeah ours I'm were not that plus like a couple hundred for babysitter. Ours were about a hundred, a hundred twelve. Yeah, which was now if you're trying to buy them, I think they're like four or five hundred dollars each. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I think, I mean, hopefully it'll come back at some point. And it was really cool. I don't see that many musicals, and then I go, and I'm like, oh, I like going here. And then, um, just reminded me, I'm like, I should really just keep an eye on their schedule and, like, buy tickets for these things. It's pretty easy to go in L.A., especially the Metro goes to the Pantages, which is really nice, like, right across the street, which is really nice. Um, yeah, so that was really fun. That was kind of, like, a treat. I've been, like, we bought tickets ages ago, you know what I mean? And literally, I think... Uh, two days after I got back from Hawaii, we were going, uh, and so it was, it was really fun. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about that I finished uh, is a new series on Netflix called Mindhunter oh, yeah. by David Fincher. I was pretty excited about that. I had actually cleared a bunch of the music a while ago for it. Um, so in my mind, I feel like sometimes these things, I feel like they you know, are taking forever, or they've been out already, yeah. but like Finally, it came out, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's coming out, and, you know, the nice thing about Netflix is they all come out at once, yeah. and I'm, you know, I don't usually watch, like, sort of episodic stuff really quickly, 
but I kind of got really sucked into this. The first, um, it's David Fincher, so it starts off pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, though, I think that was good for me because it kind of compelled me to watch, like, several episodes, like, sort of all at once because I was waiting for, like, certain things to sort of, like, happen. Mm-hmm. And But once I got to that point, I was kind of, like, in it. Mm-hmm. I was all in. And it's uh, about the early days of FBI... Um, criminal profiling. Mm-hmm. It's based on a book called Mindhunter about the guy, this guy who's, like, started that. Um, and he... The characters in the uh, detectives or the FBI agents in the series are fictional, though they're kind of loosely based on, you know, these people. But the serial killers they use are all real people. And it's just about them, how they develop, like, criminal profiling by interviewing, like, really, um, you know, intense, like, serial killers. And stars Jonathan Groff. Um, and another, I can't remember his name right now, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was actually in Fight Club, um, which is really cute, the two main people, and, uh, I really liked it. I really liked it. I'm, you know, interested in that kind of stuff, and David Fincher's stuff is always, um, really interesting to me, and, um, you know, visually, you know, he has a, definitely has a style, too, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And the music's really good. There's a lot of music in it. It's good. And I was really bummed when we watched the last episode, and it kind of ends, not on the cliffhanger, but, like, kind of, like, you know, I wanted to know what happened, and I was like, oh, season two. I mean, the bad thing about Netflix is it all comes out at once, and if you watch it all in a week, like I do, then you have to wait maybe a year or two for the next season. I think they've definitely already greenlit, like, a season two. It's just, I don't know when that's happening. So I'm bummed about that. So if you guys have watched it, let me know. I like I want to talk about it with more people, but so far, I have, like only one person I know has finished it, and I, I have another friend who's watched a couple episodes. And I mean, granted, it's only been like a week, but uh, yeah, I, for once I'm like ahead. I don't yeah. know why I'm ahead, yeah. you know. And then last night, I want to talk about this briefly. I watched the first two episodes finally of Riverdale. Oh, good. Have you watched it? No. Okay. I think so you might like. I think you might like it because. It's very teen drama angst, which I think you like because of, like, Vampire Diaries type stuff. Um, It looks really good. It's a little cheesy at times, a little, like, over the top, but I think it knows it. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it's about... It's based on the Archie comics, sort of loosely based, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think part of the reason I find it so interesting is because I used to really love Archie comics, so it's interesting for me to see what they do to the characters or how they... Um, you know, come out in, you know, this series. It's totally different. It's very different. It's very dark. It starts off with, you know, a murder or, like, a death, you know, and it's very, a lot of, like, teen drama, like, mean girls and nice girls and, you know, jocks and stuff like that, and, you know, a lot of people told me, like, oh, we love it. It's not the kind of thing we usually watch, but we really like it, and so far, I do really like it. I think it's really, it's very fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to like it, though. It's, like, 33 episodes, or not, like, 33, or, like, 25 or 30 episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's kind of intense for me. But I watched two last night, okay. which is pretty good for me. Uh, I really, I did like it, Riverdale. Mm. Yeah. i watch it. Yeah. So that's all I've been watching, which is a lot, um, but it's been a while. And, sadly, I think we're going to skip reading. We're going to skip reading. This Kimberly, episode is super long. Yeah, it's, this episode is super long, and Kimberly has to go somewhere now. Yeah. I've been at her house for about three hours to yeah. record something that's not three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. It might be half that. Yeah. Which is still pretty long for a podcast <laughs> episode, but 
Anyway, guys, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, keep knitting your hats. And we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks, hopefully. Okay? Okay, bye. bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgo182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.